say what? A second episode for me this week? Yep, it's a twofer. I'm doing a new thing where each week I want to create a follow-up episode that is short, sweet, and all about the action steps from this week's longer podcast. Because what good is all of this amazing content if you don't actually do anything with it? So each week I'm going to distill the episode down into a couple of bullet points that I want you to take action on immediately to make a big impact in your business. I want you to take what you've learned and actually finish it and do the thing. I'm your host of the Efficient Advisor podcast, Libby Grywe, and I built a 100% referral-only planning practice and grew it to seven figures as a solo advisor, all while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year to lean into being a mom, wife, friend, sister, daughter, and frankly, a travel-obsessed human. And I'm here just to walk alongside you and to show you how to do exactly the same thing, whether it's something that I did or whether it's a resource that I've found for you. And I want you to help you just to take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling, organizing, and creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. We're about to transform your practice. So move over overwhelm. It is time to take that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. Okay, so this week's episode was all about three steps to designing a life you love so that you can serve your clients wholeheartedly with my guest business and life coach, Erin Henty. So Erin shared, you know, one, her exact three-step process that she coaches clients on to apply in both life and business so that they can design a life that they love. And then we got into how applying these steps repeatedly will allow you to have just so much more energy for your clients and being able to serve them more effectively so that you can serve them wholeheartedly. And then she talked a little bit about why now is a good time to make these shifts in your life. So for you to implement Erin's process, here are the things that you're going to need to do or implement right away. So number one is create some dang white space. I can't tell you how much I talk about this with advisors that I coach. And we're going to do that by nailing down that model week to include said white space. (laughs) And if you need help designing a model week or you're not quite sure what a model week is, make sure you check out episode number 12 called Designing Your Perfect Schedule to get it all done in less time. So finding that model week it's going to take you a while to find the one that you love and that really works for you. It's really an art and a science. You'll have to try it. You'll have to test it. You'll have to tweak it and you'll have to do that a bunch and you will keep getting dialed in and it just takes time. But when we build our model week, we really want to include that white space. And I can't tell you how many times I talk to advisors and I hear statements like, and you've probably been guilty of saying these too, because I know I sure have. Okay, if I can just get through this week, then I'll have more time. Or man, if I could just get through this project, or if I could just get through the end of the school year, or if I could just get through whatever, whatever, then dot, 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 right? And what I see is, Whenever we get to a place in our lives or our careers where we have a little margin, and I don't know if it's just being a mom or just being parents or whatever, I tend to like 
go, yay, I have some margin in my life and I fill it. <laughs> and I fill it with things that I love, which is great and really, you know, a good form of self-care. And at the same time, it's easy to let that white space or that margin be sucked up by activities. And so when we're talking about white space, we're talking about literally unplugged, nothing in front of your face, nothing entertaining you. You know, you're not on a walk with a friend. You are literally just giving yourself and your brain permission to wander and to dream. And a lot of people go, okay, well, I don't know what to do. What am I going to think about? And I'll take you back to a different episode. I'll have to look up the episode number. I'll link it in the show notes. But one of my favorite questions to ask myself, and this has really resulted in some really cool stuff for me over the course of my life. Um, and one question I love to ask advisors is, wouldn't it be cool if dot, 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 and just let your brain do its thing. So for me, that looked like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I could only work three days a week? Or wouldn't it be cool if my practice was only open four days a week and everybody on my team had Fridays off? And wouldn't it be cool if I owned my own building? Wouldn't it be cool if we lived in Hawaii? Wouldn't it be cool if blah, 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 you fill in the thing. But that's a great prompt for that white space that will literally just give your brain time to daydream about what might be really awesome or what it is that you really want or what it is that you really value. And just letting it wander is so incredibly important. And frankly, you can't afford not to do that. If you want your business to move forward, if you want to propel your business into the next stratosphere, you've got to give yourself permission to dream. Okay. Number two, you need to list out your values and your priorities. So if I were to take a look at your calendar today, would I be able to tell what you value by how you spend your time? I know for me that, you know, that's kind of one of those questions that can be like, ooh, ouch. You know, if you look at my calendar, would you be able to tell what I care about most? Okay, number three is identify your why. This will help you establish your goals and consider including how you want to feel in your business and life. So I've worked with advisors and I shared this example previously, um, but I had an advisor who was like, you know, I want to make $400,000 of take-home pay. And it was like, great, but like, why? And then she, well, because that would be really great because I'd make X number of dollars per month. And I was like, okay, well, why is X number of dollars per month important? And she'd say, well... You know, and I just kept asking her questions like, why, why, why does that matter? Why does that matter? And really what we got down to is that her why was if her husband worked in television and had just like bananas hours. And she was like, if I could make that, he would be able to take a lesser paying job in the same field that had normal working hours. And that would give us as a family you know, so much more time. He'd be more present. We'd be on the same schedule. He'd be home when we're home. He'd be able to help me run the kids to and from all the things. So that is a stronger why than why I want to make $400,000 a year. So in the episode, I say, I share that, you know, I ask people to tell me their why and I do it like a toddler. And you know what I mean by that? You know how like, they're like, well, why? And you answer the question, they go, well, why? And you answer the question and they keep saying, why? And it's literally endless, right? Same thing. Keep asking yourself why and do it at least six times, maybe seven to get down to that true why that's going to be the thing 
that actually helps you propel your business. You know, making $400,000 is amazing and great, and I highly recommend it to everybody, but it might not be the thing that actually motivates you and really literally gets you out of bed every day and gets you excited to go to the office and build your empire. Okay, number four. So your fourth action item is to determine what habits will get you to the goals that you've laid out in step three. So I really want you to create a system to implement these actionable things so that they actually become habits. So looking forward into like, how would the person who has this thing act? And then how do I do those things, right? So if you want to be super duper fit, well, super duper fit people, what are the actions that they're taking? Well, they're probably getting a good night's sleep. They're probably drinking lots of water. They're probably exercising. They're probably managing their nutrition. So what are the habits that those people have that you can take on in that persona to become the person that you want to be? So creating habits. So what actionable items can you do on a daily basis and hopefully integrate into your life in the form of habits? Okay, so that's it. That's the big implement of the week is those four action items. And I just wanted to leave you with your homework per se, the actual to-do list of what actions you can take based on this week's podcast as a friendly reminder to just go take action, do the thing. I will be your accountability fairy and hit me up in the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook if you've got any questions. Bye for now.